stop to wonder why we sing. Why we sing so much at this time of year. And we do a lot of it at this time of year. Not just in churches like this, but all over the place. You hear music played in shops. You even hear people singing along in the shops audibly. I walked past a lady in Tesco the other day singing that classic Christmas carol, The Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues, out loud. And she, she didn't care. In fact, I know her. She's Scottish, but she was even putting on an Irish accent. Now, parents covered the ears of their kids at the Sweary Bits, of course. But, you know, for 11 months of the year, this lady shops in Tesco in silence. But for some reason, when it comes to this time of year, there's a song. But why is that? Well, I believe it's because she's happy. And singing is a way of expressing that happiness. That's really what song provides for us in so many ways. There are more nuances to it than that. But singing is a way of expressing deep feeling. You need words, of course, because you've got something to say. But simply saying it prosaically just won't do. Not when you feel so deeply about something. That is why you sing. Music provides that outlet for that deep feeling. Why do you think there are so many sad songs? Why do you think there are so many love songs? Singing is a way of expressing deep feeling. Now, tonight I want to say that nothing makes you sing for joy like grasping Christmas truth. Nothing makes you sing for joy like singing true Christmas truth, not like Pogue's Christmas truth, I'm talking Hark the Herald, Christmas truth. Good Christian men rejoice, Christmas truth. Nothing is as worthy as this, really. Jesus came to live and to die to take away our sins. And that's what we've been hearing about in our songs tonight and in the readings. It's, the, it's about the birth of Jesus and what he came to do. It's not just the celebration of a birth. It's the news of the birth is what makes his people, even people in the Bible burst into song, but it's not about the fact of his birth. It's about the fact of his death, surprisingly. We hear these songs, of course, in Luke's account of the life of Jesus. In Luke chapter 1, it begins with three songs. Honestly, it's, some, it's like the great showman. Everybody's just bursting into song. The Christmas story clearly has a soundtrack. And in chapter 2, the passage I want to draw to your attention tonight the songs keep coming. Listen to this from Luke chapter 2. We heard a little bit of this earlier on, but I'll read from verse 8 of Luke 2. There were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem to see this thing that's happened, which the Lord has told us about. 
So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what, they had, been, what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Now, I don't have time to deal with everything in that passage tonight, but I do want to highlight or zero in on the shepherds. I want to explore with you why these men going about their everyday lives at the start of this account are, by the end of it, singing for joy. Firstly, I want to say it's because there's truth deeply felt. They have heard this truth, the news of what Christmas is about, the birth of Jesus Christ. That's what the angels announce. It is the most important news that anyone can ever hear. Better than the news that school is finished. Better than the news of a friend's engagement. Better than the news that your mom finally bought you something from your wish list instead of something off the top of her head. Is the news that God has personally stepped into our world in order to rescue us from it. From our sins. Even when we didn't deserve it. And he came into this world to not only free us from our sins but give all who believe in him Life beyond our imaginings in this life and in the next. Now, Christ's coming is much like that work of winchman Bill Deacon, who in 1997 was lowered from an air-sea rescue helicopter onto the deck of the Green Lily. The Green Lily was stranded on rocks and battered by waves off the islands of Scotland, and the crew were in grave danger. Deacon realized that the only way that he could possibly rescue the crew was to go down onto the ship and attach each one to his own winch one at a time. Well, as the last man was winched up into the helicopter, a huge wave swept Bill Deacon to his death. His heroism was marked by an award. His sacrifice is remembered, though, with deep feeling and deep gratitude by those who are now alive today because of him. Now, I want to say in the very same way, Jesus came down to swap places with us, not as a tragic victim, but as a heroic volunteer. And for God to allow someone to do this for us, that is great. For God to provide that person is grace, but for God to be that person, that's amazing grace. Truth, deeply, deeply felt. This is the truth that moves us deeply. This is the truth that you can't just say. You have to sing this. And that's what the angels did. Glory to God in the highest, they called. And on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. Does that favor rest with you? You need to receive this gift and turn to Christ in faith, believing in him. Sorry for your sins trusting in his sacrifice on the cross to do away with your sins so that you who are far away from God might be brought close to him. Maybe you're here tonight, you're not a Christian. We hope you're really enjoying yourself. Talk to the person that brought you about this. I'm sure they'd love to elaborate a little for you. Or come and speak to me after the service. Uh, I'll be sitting down here. I've got a couple of New Testaments. Um, 
And I'd love to give you one of those with a wee post-it note inside that you can take away just so you can read it for yourself and see what all this is about. Or on your way out by the connect corner down at the sofas there, there are these little red Rico Tice uh, So This Is Christmas booklets. Uh, they're uh, just a tiny wee gift to you to take it away and have a wee read of it. We'd love you to take those on the way out. Think about this. So this is truth that made angels sing for joy. Truth that moves us deeply. It certainly moved the shepherds. I mean, physically, they, as soon as the angels left them, they hurried off to Bethlehem to see if what, what was said was true. And quite right, of course. Fake news is a big deal nowadays. How do we know what people are telling us is true? Well, you've got to use your own eyes, use your ears and brains to do your own investigating. That's exactly what the shepherds did. And that is commendable. They carried out this urgent investigation. What did they find? Mary, Joseph, the baby in the manger. Check, 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 check. All the things they had heard and seen were, in their own words, just as they had been told. They found the truth that they had been told to be very, very real, and it profoundly impacted them. They left that place and told other people about what they themselves had seen. Now, I want to encourage every single person who wants to know the truth that the Bible holds out to the shepherds. Check it out for yourself. Again, come and grab one of these New Testaments from me. But realize this truth moves us deeply as it moved them. And what do you want to do with that good news? You not only spread it. I mean, you do that, don't you? You tweet it. You Instagram it. You want everybody to hear about it. But happy news like this isn't just for a select few. And words will not do to explain it. You've got to sing about it. Truth deeply felt is what brings about songs joyfully sung. And that's what you find at the very end of this passage in Luke chapter 2. The shepherds are singing the angels' song. It's all about the glory of God. Glory is just one word that kind of sums up all these different aspects of God's character. His love, his goodness, his justice, his grace, his mercy. His kindness towards us. His glory is the greatness of his name, which is just another way of saying it gathers up all these different attributes of who he is and presents them to us. The greatness of his name, the good things he has done, and that's what Christmas truth, deeply felt, does. You start to sing the same songs. You take the truth that you find in God's words, that great and generous revealing of God himself to us and you turn it into a song. I wonder if that's your experience of Christmas. Truth deeply felt turned into song, joyfully sung. Maybe it is. Uh, you've looked to Jesus for forgiveness of sins already. That is wonderful. Praise God for open eyes and soft hearts. You can sing words like veiled in flesh the Godhead see, hail incarnate deity, pleased as man with man to dwell, Jesus our Emmanuel. There is not a question mark over any of those words. For you who believe, each of those words just hit you like great and glorious truth, you actually wonder if you're going to make it to the end of the verse, you're starting to well up. Great words. Or mild he lays his glory by, 
born that man no more may die, born to raise the sons of earth, born to raise, born to give them second birth. John chapter 3 is ringing in your minds. Jesus' words, you must be born again. You, brothers and sisters, can sing your heart out at Christmas time. Truth deeply felt. Songs joyfully sung. But maybe that's not you, not yet. Maybe you're more like my friend in Tesco. And she seemed, of course, happy, like I said at the very start. And I like her happiness. I like, I mean, people are too grumpy most of the year. I like it that people are a bit happier at Christmas time. It's a shame that Boxing Day has to come. But if the human words of the Pogues are Slade or Mariah Carey or all that she's got to sing about, do you see, it's actually just a little bit sad in the end. Because it's not really truth. It's some kind of subjective song that someone's con just concocted in their head to make some money. Her joy is too small. But these words in Luke 2, and all the others that are found in the Bible open up for all who listen the possibility for those who grasp it profoundly they can make you happy today and forever and forever so if a saviour has been born to you is not the best news you have ever heard, I'm gonna say something bold. I don't think you've ever really enjoyed singing a Christmas carol. I think you enjoy the atmosphere, but imagine what it's like to know it deeply and believe it for yourself. So I want you to listen closely, even to the words that we're gonna sing in these closing carols. Pour over them, take them apart, question them. What do they mean? What's their subject? And find this common thread throughout them all, which is God came down to rescue us. Jesus Christ, who lived the perfect life, the life that you and I could never live, and who died that death in our place, the death that we were supposed to die for our sins, and rose again three days later, holding out for you the promise of life and the promise that all who come in faith, believingly, to take it will be saved. Just like those rescued from the green lily. My encouragement for you tonight is to join the glory song that never, ever stops. And today and forever, repeat the sounding joy. Let's bow our heads. I'm going to lead us